Core Devotionals was created to give quick little bursts of the word. As Christians, we believe the whole Bible was inspired by God. Therefore, we read it to be equipped with the necessary tools to approach life. Each episode will feature a Bible verse, then a quick devotional to help encourage you through your day. CORE is an acronym that means committing ourselves to reaching everyone. Go therefore and make disciples is our calling, and that is exactly what this podcast was intended for. Committing ourselves to reaching everyone. Welcome back to the third installment of CORE Devotionals. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to make sure that we... as an individual, before you start these podcasts, that you're you're saying a quick prayer to, to have God speak to you, so that way you, maybe you can learn something special. The whole point of this podcast is that you guys are hearing the word. Yes, there's an interpretation at the end that I that I that the word spoke to me through, but you may get something completely different after the chapter that we or the section of the chapter we read. So I encourage you to pray before we do these, and if you have your Bible, read along. Um, no one's stopping you, do, stopping you from doing that as well. So um, today we're reading chapter Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. Again, it's Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have, bec- and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this it is written, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler, who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod with when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me, that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they had saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Now, King Herod is the poster child of insecurity. I I did some research on him. I'm just going to give a brief synopsis of him. Uh, His dad uh, took on the Jewish religion, um, but the Jews never accepted them because um, Herod's mother was an an Arab. In the Jewish culture, if your mother was Jewish, then you, through her, you became a Jew. Um, But if your mother wasn't Jewish, you, you weren't accepted by the community. And so you could kind of debate that maybe this is where the insecurity started for for Herod. He he began to to realize he's not part of this really cool club, and he really wanted to be a part of it. So uh, yes, as a kid, he was following Jewish culture, Jewish laws, rules, um, with his father, and 
he climbed up the ranks all the way to the king of Judea, and he was given a ton of land to look over. And the Rome, Romans, Rome, um, actually considered him the king of the Jews because Judea was filled with the Jews. But as we found out earlier, the Jews never accepted him as a fellow Jew. Therefore, he couldn't be the king of the Jews. When the wise men came looking for the king of the Jews, you can you can only imagine how upset that made Herod. And just a little bit of background on Herod. He actually killed his three sons, his wife, a good, a good portion of his wife's family, banished another wife and a son, all this because of insecurity and needing to bolster his position. Um, he had no no shame in, in trampling on the people around him because of ins- his insecurity. And we look at guys like Herod and we're like, oh, I don't struggle with stuff that bad. I've never murdered anybody because of my insecurity. But I mean, if you look back at your life, I'm sure there's been a time where you've wanted to gain favor from the people around you or wanted to gain a promotion at work or wanted to gain, I don't know, anything for selfish desires. And ambition isn't bad. It's where that ambition is located, though, is what's bad. If you're on fire for God and you're doing things for God, actually, you know what? Let me let me pull up some Bible verses. I, I have some Bible verses I wanted to reference. First, we're going to start in Galatians 5, verses 13 to 15. For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. The next Bible verse I wanted to reference is Philippians 2, verses 3 to 4. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind to let each esteem others be better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for your own interests, but also for the interests of others. If you look at the wise men and what their journey entailed, they traveled from the east and traveled and traveled and traveled, and they finally got to the king, and they're like, hey, where is this guy at? And so he sends him to Bethlehem, and they find Jesus, and they laid these really expensive gifts down at Jesus' feet and Mary's feet and blessed their whole family with with these treasures. They were selfless. So the the two spectrums in this in this section of verses uh, is so broad. You've got God who gave His one and only Son to live a, t- a life on this earth where He would be completely abandoned, um, not accepted by His own people, um, actually killed by His own people, um, and you've got the wise men who traveled distances to give Jesus these gifts and to give Jesus um, the the recognition he deserved, bowed before him, uh, gave them their uh, gave him their hearts. And then you have Herod who is just so insecure about his position and wanting to stay king. And like I said, throughout his whole life he struggled with this, but he had it all. He was a guy who had it all. He had no reason to have insecurities. He had he was a king. He had riches. He had um he accomplished a lot. He built huge fortresses. His, the economy was booming under him based off the research I found. Um, I'll, even, I'll leave a video, uh, a YouTube video link in the description just so you can re- find out a little bit about Herod and the things he accomplished. But when when you're consumed by, by ambition, ambition and selfish conceit, when you're consumed by those things, 
nobody else matters except your profit. It ultimately leads to insecurity. You're, nothing's ever good enough. You're never good enough, and you want the approval of everyone around you, and you, in the process, hurt everybody. And so what the Bible wants us to do is to love one another, to put people before yourself. And in the, in the process, you're blessed, and they're blessed, and the people around them are blessed. Uh, think about the things that you've done that are awesome for other people. Um, helping somebody move. You're, you're not just affecting that one person. You're affecting everybody in their family. Like There's just so many people that are blessed in the, in the process of loving one another. That's why I love the Bible and, and the, the concepts that... Jesus presented to us. It's the concept of loving one another. I mean, in Galatians 5, 13, I think it was. Galatians 5, 14, for all the laws fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus was the perfect example of that. Like we can't accomplish what he did because he lived a sinless life. He had no selfish desires. It was all for us. His whole life was all for us. His sinless life was so he could be the perfect sacrifice so that way we could spend eternity with him, knowing what was going to happen in the end. But if we put others first and Jesus first, we have two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Those are our two two commandments from G, from God. It says in Galatians, 14, uh, Galatians 5, 14, it says, For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So just remember that as you go into your week, to love your neighbor as yourself, to be in, ambitious for Christ. So I'm just going to finish the podcast out by rereading Philippians 2, 3-4. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also the interests of others. Thank you.